I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in. Meaning, I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animal's Eye View podcast. One of the more frequent questions I receive when talking about animals on Earth is whether they can reincarnate and whether they can somehow climb up, I guess, the soul hierarchy ladder and come back as human. And every once in a while, I get the question of whether it's possible for humans to come back as animals and... I'm I'm sure you all have seen the memes of how some humans perceive that. As my Irish dad would have said, they live the life of Riley, Riley being someone who is living an easy and a pleasant life. You know, as as they often do, finding joy in every single moment that we sometimes kind of bash them for, and I'm not really sure why. Whether it's sunbathing hours on end, chasing a ball or a feather, eating with gusto, and all of the other physically fabulous sensations of which they choose to partake. And from the animal's perspective, they would urge all of us to go this route whenever possible, because as they are the most ancient of beings here on the planet, I suspect they know a thing or three about how to do this gig called Earth. And it may or may not surprise you all to know that just as beings in human experience can have past lives together, so too can animals have past lives together. And, as well, humans and animals can have past lives together. You'll, you'll know this by the ever-so-slight yet definitely impactful extra zing that's how I would describe it, that happens when you meet someone new. You you might think to yourself or even say out loud, I, I feel like I know you already. And, you know, our friends are delightful each in their own way. And still, there are some soul connections that run just a bit deeper and wider than others. And whose relationships may or may not have washes of issues already determined by our past, already lived out experiences, whether whether on earth or not. And at times with my clients, especially when it comes to end of animal life experience issues, they they may confide that this particular dog or cat or horse is what they may call their air quotes soul dog or cat or horse. The one animal who comes into their life experience unexpectedly, perhaps, or sometimes through a very routine way, whose very soul energy is just felt more deeply and pierces more sharply into the very heart of the matter on a shared journey on earth. It is something that is felt so surely and at times is qualified 
by saying to me, you will think I'm crazy, to which I reply, usually in a very sarcastic tone of voice, hey, I talk to animals and dead people, so I won't think you're crazy at all. And then the confession of loving all their animal companions equally comes out, yet there was something about this one companion that just felt different. For myself, I will sense what I call a Zen quality or a richness of soul energy that comes from what humans call an old soul versus a young one. And it's a frequency that is quite clear and profound. All souls are wonderful, of course, when I, when I work on that level. And I honestly wish everyone could feel the magnanimity every once in a while, the wisdom that is off the charts for sure. When this happens, it's always verified by the animal in question. And at times I may beat the guardian to the punch when I feel the depth of the connection. And I may have the animal explain that they wanted one last lifetime with them. I may get information about the setting of the previous relationships where, of course, things may have been dramatically different. It's the soul thread, though, that keeps everything and every soul stitched together. And at times comes the question of whether this particular animal companion may be coming back as in reincarnated into this same guardian's life experience because they, they wish it to be so. In my almost 15 years of animal communication experience, I've only come across this rapid return visit, so to speak, a very few times. Sometimes I've encountered guardians who firmly believe that their current animal companion is absolutely their previously transitioned animal companion, usually because of similar behavior, the way the new companion looks at them, I frequently worked with animals who have directed a new animal family member to their former guardians because they like to facilitate as much as they can for us, always. And it's interesting because you may be tempted to think that the new family member is perhaps soothing to the heart of the guardian or other family members, and sometimes they are. It is also, however just as likely that the new family member kicks it up a notch or two because of the, of the new soul contracts coming into play, meaning that every energy is available to animals everywhere in all dimensions. So the existing animal family member may see the shift in soul contract being different from their own and say, well now, this is something for everyone's highest and best good, so I'll definitely make sure I can work on everyone's behalf. They do this, though, from an incredibly neutral and clear space about such things because they know that soul path is always way above their pay grade, as it is above ours. You may have heard stories, like I have, about young children directly channeling either previous experiences of their transition siblings or other relatives, and as well, remembering past lives at a very young age. To me, this makes perfect sense because as the young ones among us have only been on the planet a short while in physical form, 
The strength of their galactic and other dimensional bonds is still quite strong. There's this curious muting quality of this human experience. We might call it amnesia. As we get older, which is what gets in the way along with our external belief systems and other structures. Because as long as we're in physical form, just as other earthlings are, we also still do have the ability to connect beyond the planet. It takes exercise and practice, of course, and a certain will to transcend the human experience so that that dual citizenship between soul path and those connections and planetary experience is attained. Between body and soul and between body, soul, and universe, it's possible, most definitely. I perceive that we as well have had many return experiences, i.e. reincarnation, not only on this planet, as well as on others, and through techniques such as hypnotherapy and past life regressions, information can be extracted and synthesized into the now for a greater awareness of soul path. I know I've mentioned before the work of Dolores Cannon and Michael Newton, to name two of my favorites, who are both well known for their books and for their work into soul evolution, if you will, of human experiences on this planet. And finally, to the question at hand of whether animals can come back as human, to which I say, why would they? And whether humans can come back as animals, and to this I say, not likely. And here's why. I perceive that it takes a soul path of extraordinary light and depth to agree to come to this planet of such radiant light and such supporting to the light contrast. While I'm aware that this takes place on a soul level, I also don't perceive that each experience is not also connected to the awareness directed by the soul path, meaning each soul energy is matched with experiences designed to gain the most awareness during a life journey on earth. I won't argue with anyone who says, well, I didn't sign up for this, because it is certainly not my place to take away any self-illumination about that statement for them. In my service to the planet, if someone asks me the question, how can I make this more joyful, I will gladly open the door and turn on the light for them because they're committing to the universe to more closely adhere to the soul path. Something that beings in human experience sometimes struggle with during our life experiences I will always, always hold the space for anyone with whom I partner and move only when they are ready to move because, again, that's not up to me. It's disempowering to push someone to a place where the energy doesn't resonate for whatever reason. It's always about choice and no one is to be judged for theirs, only embraced. And because the design of this planet is currently one of duality, I perceive that the vibration of a soul that chooses animal experience, especially with the predator-prey relationship with the human experience dominating in an evolutionary and planet-altering sense, that soul must be phenomenally strong and just as flexible 
and their ability to choose love over and over again. Unconditional love. Despite the horrific abuses on all levels that they sometimes endure. I've worked with many animals whose past lives, both in this current lifetime and before, are rife with beings in human experience in whom their trust is misplaced and who consistently return to a place of absolute trust and confidence, all because the energetic fingerprint, as I like to say, of their new guardian, because this is only what animals are ever guided by, and how they seem to decide in nanoseconds whether a human or a new animal is friend or foe. It's an energy thing, as they are masters of the language of energy. These particular vibrations of animal souls have, I perceive, reached the pinnacle of their soul evolutionary path when they incarnate on this particular planet. And why a fair number of them, those Zen types that I mentioned earlier, don't return to this planet, certainly, and return home to what I call source energy, to become one once again with all that is in the multiverse, ever ready to support and connect with whomever needs that from them, because that's just how they roll. It's the purity of animal souls that is distinctive to me. Just as I've described before, the high octave C is of angelic energy, so too is animal energy, particularly when I'm in medium mode. I'll often be able to tell gender, generation, and other attributes of a soul entity that's come a calling. And with human experience, it's so interesting because there's a slight static that's present that's indicative of what we call mind. It's fascinating that it presents itself as static and actually, to a certain extent, detracts from the overall whole of the frequency. So, as animal souls are not likely to reincarnate as humans, which is a tad bit arrogant on our part, perceiving as we do that our experience is perhaps the ultimate of all experiences here on this planet, human souls, from my perspective, are not likely to reincarnate an animal experience for precisely the same reasons in reverse that I listed for animal souls. It seems to be something about this particular experience for beings as humans that creates the amnesia I mentioned that's partly by design of both ours in this human experience and perhaps our species on a collective soul level. And of course, the collective soul level is something that we're not very good at matching into human experience, not like animals are really good at it. The structures we've created to separate haven't done us any favors, as I've consistently talked about, and it really does beg the question, if we were here to follow and not lead, what if we are here as true stewards and guardians of those who are wiser and more connected to their innate wisdom than we are? And what if we are here to learn to love as they love and to be as as flexible in this love as they are? What if in our surrender to their balance and partnership, we uncovered our own pathway collectively to the elevated platform of balance and partnership that they exemplify every moment of every day that they are on this planet? What if instead of light versus shadow, 
we just saw light in contrast to the light that's neutral, that redirects us back to the path of joy, love, and compassion. And what if, in this redirection of all earthlings, a massive transformation of the planet's energy surged and rose up so that we all arrive back at the same place from which we all started, one with everything that is in this moment of now. Well, that's something to hope for. And at least that's the way the animals see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review if you're so inspired and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. Reach out if you think I can be of service via www.lazanflynn.com. Come find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I invite you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events such as new classes and online psychic fairs. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you.